Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Queen Elizabeth was a life well lived, a promise with destiny kept. How stricter enforcement of the Prince George's County curfew will actually work. In Glen Arden, I'm John Doman. Some of the new express lanes on 66 will indeed open early. This is Kyle Cooper. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Mary Rubin in New York. In his first address as king, Charles III described Queen Elizabeth's life as one well-lived and one of service that he intends to continue. Throughout her life, Her Majesty the Queen, my beloved mother, was an inspiration, an example to me and to all my family. And we owe her the most heartfelt debt any family could owe to their mother. Charles will be officially proclaimed king today at St. James's Palace in London. Our Mark Phillips looks into what kind of king the people can expect. The country knows the Prince of Wales has opinions. He's had them for as long as most of us can remember. For Robert Hartman, whose latest book is Queen of Our Times, Charles's opinions have been baked into his persona and are largely vindicated. I mean, we look back now on his early pronouncements about the environment, about education, uh, that at the time people said, well, hang on, this is, this is quite risky stuff. Now it's mainstream orthodoxy. The King's proclamation today will be met with a 41-gun salute at Hyde Park and a 62-gun salute at the Tower of London. Firefighters battling the Fairview Fire outside Los Angeles are bracing for mudslides as a tropical storm threatens burn areas. In Northern California, the Mosquito Fire forces nearly 6,000 people to evacuate. KPIX-TV's Max Darrow says the state is a tinderbox. These yellow fields and browning trees desperately need moisture, but the extreme heat over the past few days only dried them out more than they already were. Have you ever seen the hills this dry? No. That's Esan Telebi, who likes to hike here at the Rancho San Antonio Preserve in Santa Clara County. Climate change is upon us and is really affecting us big time. Two more top political aides to former President Trump have been subpoenaed in the January 6th case. The New York Times is reporting Brian Jack, White House political director, and Stephen Miller, Mr. Trump's top speechwriter and a senior policy advisor, received requests for information this week from a federal grand jury. The CDC is investigating a second monkeypox death. More from CBS's Alexander Tin. Just weeks after officials in Texas said they were probing a death in a person diagnosed with monkeypox, officials in Los Angeles say they too are now looking into what role the virus may have played in a recent death there. They played for four hours and 19 minutes, but in the end, Carlos Alcaraz beat Francis Tifioros at the U.S. Open in five sets. He now goes to his first Grand Slam final, which will be played Sunday. Alcaraz will face number five, Casper Ruud. This is CBS News. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. WTOP at 403. 
Saturday morning. We made it to the weekend, everybody. September 10th, 2022. Welcome in. Partly sunny, dry to start off with today. Increasing clouds during the day. The high should reach about 80 degrees. You're waking up to 59 right now. Welcome in this Saturday morning. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your morning ride, topping the local stories we are looking at for you. We begin this morning in Prince George's County, where leaders there say they're going to start enforcing a curfew beginning right now. So what will that actually look like in the end? County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it'll be about education first. And anyone under 17 out past midnight this weekend will be reminded about the curfew and told to go home. A second violation will mean a call to mom and dad to come pick their kid up. Parents and businesses can face civil penalties if kids ignore the curfew, with fines escalating up to $250 after repeated violations. Now, the curfew takes effect at midnight on weekends and 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and there are some exceptions. If a kid's out with their parents, it's okay. Coming home from work, also okay, as is coming home from school or entertainment events. In Glen Arden, John Dome in WTOP News. At 4.04 Saturday morning, we turn to a progress report now at D.C.'s 911 call center. It comes after a Another report that was out last fall found flaws then, including inconsistent handling of calls and trouble finding actual emergencies. In its latest update on the state of D.C.'s 911 call center, auditors found that there has been little progress when it comes to the 31 recommendations made by investigators in October. 77% of the recommendations reportedly have no, quote, observed progress on issues such as inadequate supervision of the call taking and insufficient management follow-up. In a recent interview, the director of the 911 call center says she hopes to put together an updated roadmap for completing the recommendations, adding that she'll share an update at a council oversight hearing later this month. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Turning to issues of transportation this morning, you'll want to hear about this. Weekend warriors, Monday commuters all affected here. You should see some long expected relief on I-66 starting today. Midday this Saturday, September 10th is the target. Not only that, it'll be free through the end of the month while you get used to the changes there. Director of Mega Projects for VDOT, Susan Shaw, says the new express lanes from 28 in Centerville to 29 in Gainesville are set to open midday Saturday. So certainly, we're hoping for much less congestion. Um, and, you know, we are um, going to be continuing construction on the remaining 13 miles. But that west end should make traffic flow much easier. Using the lanes will be free to everybody until the end of September. The rest of the express lanes from 28 to the Beltway are set to open by the end of the year. In all, it's a nearly $4 billion project. On 66, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. Fairfax County Public Schools assured families that all staff had background checks ahead of the start of the new school year. It came after a middle school counsel you, you will remember was recently fired following the discovery that he'd been convicted of soliciting prostitution from a minor. So what's involved in carrying out those background checks? A typical background check that employers request includes things that are public record. We'll run county criminal searches based on the counties that they've lived in. We'll run maybe federal district searches for the federal courts. Robin Farmer is with the Alexandria background investigation company Screen Them. She says it's not all about criminal activity. We'll verify their degrees for education, their employment verification. Farmer says one of the biggest mistakes employers make is taking an applicant's word that they have a degree or professional license that they claim to have. You know, they may have just attended or may not have attended at all, but they'll put down that they received a degree. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 
Making your money go further is more important than ever. So Diamonds Direct's bringing back our most popular offer of the year. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. Now for a limited time, you get the amazing value Diamonds Direct is known for. And you can spread your payments over five years. Zero down, zero interest. A $6,000 diamond ring is just $100 a month. Don't miss this extraordinary offer going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Up ahead this half hour, right after traffic and weather, we'll turn the page to the Political Week in Review. A busy, busy week it was. Saturday morning, September 10th. Welcome in. It's the weekend, everybody, at 408. Glad you're here. a Precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Driving and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford, who's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. We start in Maryland with new crash activity being reported on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Said to be northbound near 198. We may have one off the roadway near that ramp that would take you out toward Laurel-Fort Meade Road with caution as the first responders go looking for that one. Crash 50 eastbound is going to be near 410 following police direction. Can't see this one in the camera, but may still have some emergency responders on scene. Don't know which side of the road of the, is being affected by this one. Beltway's in good shape. 95 is drama-free between the beltways, and so is 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway. Across the Bay Bridge, two lanes each direction to and from the shore. Virginia, Georgetown Pike, Route 193 near Riverbend Road and Nethercliff Hall Road. The crash activity blocking both lanes, one each direction, so that means you're going to be diverted. Westbounders should be diverted at Old Dominion Drive. Eastbounders at Lee Mill Road. On 66, all your work zones are there and accounted for no signs of them lighting up anytime soon, including that long one, 66 eastbound after 123. It's a right lane all the way to the Capitol Beltway before you get all your travel lanes back. The ramps from eastbound 66 to the Capitol Beltway's express lanes, both inner and outer loop, are blocked, but the ramps to the main travel lanes on the Capitol Beltway, inner and outer loop, they are open. On 50 eastbound, the ramp to go west on 66, blocked by a work zone. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Mostly clear conditions here through the early morning hours, and it looks like clouds will start to increase through the morning itself. Temperatures were waking up to the 60s, and we'll be in the lower 80s here this afternoon, and mostly cloudy conditions. A slight chance we could see a couple of showers, especially west and southwest of Washington, into the afternoon. Heading into the overnight, though, we're going to continue with the thickening of the clouds, and showers will develop after midnight, and rain at times will be heavy throughout your Sunday. Temperatures only in the middle 70s. Rain continues into Monday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Right now, 59 degrees in Fort Belvoir. 66 foggy, foggy bottom. <laughs> Let's try that again. Foggy bottom. I think I could say that. 66. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It's Silver Spring this morning. And having dropped a degree in the last few minutes, as we said, when we started this hour, we're at 59 in our nation's capital. 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, September 10th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. 
Washington's Top News, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed user studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. WTOP Saturday morning, September 10th at 412. This is WTOP News. In his first speech as monarch this week, King Charles III vowed to carry on Queen Elizabeth II's lifelong service with his own modernizing stamp. To my darling mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late papa, I want simply to say this. Thank you. The King's speech was broadcast around the world, streaming at St. Paul's Cathedral, where some 2,000 people attended a service of remembrance for the Queen. This morning, you're Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS on the new Monarch. It's such a sort of tough time in the history of the UK right now because you, of course, have a nation there and a number of people mourning the loss of this monarch. One monarch that many people only knew their entire lives, given the fact that she was the longest serving monarch in the UK's history and she had been there for 70 years. But there is also tough conversations happening about colonialism and about the role that Britain has played in other places like Africa, where we're seeing people be critical of the monarchy. So I think it's a very interesting place to be. I also think, of course, there's just people like me who are very interested in the royals, interested in Meghan and Harry, and interested in the new titles for Prince William and Kate. So I think in some ways this is also a time for the people who are not critical of the royals to learn more about them and to sort of see a next chapter happening. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's turn to those documents the FBI sees from Mar-a-Lago that we've all been so focused on since August. Then the question of who in the world here is going to qualify to be this impartial third party. So uh, many questions that you'll be raising with your panel. There's so many questions here because you have this fight over the special master with the DOJ saying that this is not needed and that they think that this will hurt their investigation. There's even some idea based on their filing that there might be more classified documents that they're trying to find and that this is going to slow down that process. You, of course, also have former President Trump, who is in some ways really casting doubt on whether or not the DOJ and the FBI can be fair to him, given their history and his mind, of course, with so many other people saying that the DOJ is a fair institution that has been there for a long time. I think the other thing to note is that we also got new reporting this week from the Washington Post, from Devlin Barrett, about the sort of nuclear documents that are there. There's some reporting from Devlin and others that some of the documents that 
were found were dealing with the nuclear capabilities of foreign governments. So in some ways, we're getting more and more information on why the DOJ felt like they had to take this unprecedented step of searching a former president's home. And it's also getting more details about why the DOJ is fighting so hard to keep these documents in as little hands as possible, which is why they're saying a special master is not the right way to go. There's a lot to talk about here because there's a politics of this, too, when you have Attorney General Bill Barr, who, of course, served under former President Trump, saying that he feels like the DOJ is getting closer and closer to having evidence it needs to indict Trump, even though he himself says that Trump shouldn't be indicted. So a lot of questions, a lot of things to talk about. The Political Week in Review, that's Yubishal Sendor, moderator of Washington Week. On PBS, talking there with Dimitri and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. September 10th, good Saturday morning. The weekend's everybody. We've made it. Let's check in now with Frankie once again this morning. A breakthrough tournament that will not be forgotten for Francis Tiafo falls in the semifinals of the U.S. Open to Carlos Alcaraz. 6-3 in a decisive fifth set. Tiafo fought off a match point in the fourth set to win in a tie break, but in the end, Alcaraz just too good. Frustrating loss, even though it was an incredible performance from Tiafo. Too good from Carlos tonight. I gave everything I had. I gave everything I had for the last two weeks. Um... You know, honestly, I came here wanting to win the U.S. Open. I, I feel like I let you guys down. Um, this one really hurts. This one really, really hurts. It did hurt, but Tiafo did say that one day he's going to win the U.S. Open. Now, Alcaraz will play Casper Ruud for the men's title on Sunday. The winner becomes the new number one in men's tennis. Baseball, Nationals fall to Phillies 5-3. to three. Patrick Corbin took the loss, allowed five earned runs, struck out two, gave up two homers. Alex Call with a homer for the Nationals. Same two again Saturday from Philadelphia. The Orioles winners over the Red Sox 3-2 to two at Camden Yards. Commanders getting closer, opener against Jack. Jacksonville Sunday, but no safety cam curl. He's out with a thumb injury as the uh, commanders are a slight favorite over the Jags week one NFL. Francis Tiafo's run is over at the U.S. Open. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOV Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 417 on WTOP Saturday morning. Among the top stories we're following for you this early hour on TOT. King Charles III delivering his very first address to the nation, a sovereign, saying this week that he is going to carry on his mother's legacy while honoring her service at the same time. We will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth, and indeed a global community to lay my beloved mother to rest. Breaking this overnight early morning happening late last night. Who would be the best to the question this morning to serve as an impartial third party to review the records seized from Mar-a-Lago? The Justice Department is proposing two retired judges, while lawyers separately for former President Donald Trump are proposing a retired judge and a prominent Florida lawyer. But they're still not in sync on what the responsibilities would be. And a heads up, traffic situation for you this weekend. The western section of the new Interstate 66 express lanes in Virginia should be open, we're told, by midday today, this Saturday, September 10th. If all goes according to plan, that's the last check that they said midday today, they're hoping. The lanes will be free for everyone until later this month so drivers can get familiar with them. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. And you know, next week when the Kennedy Center opens its latest exhibit, visitors can take advantage of an interactive exhibit that marries our current love of selfies with the history 
of a presidential portrait. Visitors to the new exhibit called Arts and Ideals John F. Kennedy can step into the shoes of a painter's subject, tapping a life-sized screen, taking a photo, and watching as filters convert it to the style of Elaine de Kooning. De Kooning was a very progressive painter of the era, was invited to do a portrait of Kennedy. Abbott Miller, a partner at Pentagram, the design firm that created the interactive display at the Kennedy Center, says it's tremendously satisfying for users who learn about Kennedy's patronage of the arts and the artists who shaped American culture during the 20th century. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Saturday morning, September 10th. Let's check it out with Ian Crawford. And we go right back to Maryland with crash activity on the BW Parkway. You start seeing the brake lights before you get to 198. By reports, we may have had one slide off the ramp trying to negotiate that rapid exit, uh, the exit for 198 through Laurel. So northbounders in delays northbound. As you approach 198, southbound is not affected by this. On 50 eastbound, the crash was near 410. Unclear whether it still is. On 50 across the Bay Bridge, we've got two lanes in each direction getting to and from the shore. In Virginia, on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, the ramp to go west on 66, single right past the work zone. On 66, all those work zones are all present and accounted for, including when you heard Dino mention earlier, um, just a bit ago, the express lanes expected to, expected to open, he tried to say, between 28 Centerville and 29 Gainesville. Sometime later today, they say midday, that's kind of soft. We'll keep you posted as we know more, so will you. In the district on, oh, check that, uh, back to Virginia very quickly, Georgetown Pike still with issues at Riverbend Road. Crash activity, I believe the lanes are blocked and following police direction to get around. They may be turning you around. Now to the district and the freeway is quiet, so are the 295s. The crash in Columbia Heights was 13th and Clifton Northwest. Unclear whether it still is. Inbound New York Avenue, we had work near South Dakota Avenue, and a single lane was getting by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Clouds will continue to push into the region, mostly cloudy this afternoon. Temperatures for your Saturday will be in the lower 80s. Rain develops tonight, and it looks like on and off rain showers could be heavy at times for the entirety of Sunday. Temperatures in the lower to middle 70s for highs. A few showers possible here on Monday and Tuesday, but drying out by a Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. 69 in Annapolis, 60 Bowie. You're waking up to 59 degrees in Leesburg. We're at 59 in Holding in our nation's capital. 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, September 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. This latest check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. Good morning. Glad you're with us. It's 421. Stuff to watch this weekend next on TOP. The D.C. Sports Huddle is part of the Associated Press award-winning WTOP Sports Department. Winners of the Chesapeake AP Award for outstanding year-round local sports. Dave Johnson, George Wallace, Dave Preston, and Rob Woodford bring you exclusive takes on every D.C. team. Listen to the Huddle Podcast on the Podcast D.C. app or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch the discussion on the WTOP News YouTube channel and read the weekly email newsletter sponsored by MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game at BetMGM. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. 
COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. You're listening to WTOP News. 423 Saturday morning. Grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. This weekend, a new horror film released that focuses on the post-Me Too era. It's called House of Darkness. Lucy, hello. I thought this was just the two of us. You still don't understand what's going on, do you? I understand what? Oh, my God. I'm tired. I'm going to go home. No, you're not. This morning, film critic Christian Toto with his tech. This time around, there's a new couple. They've met at a bar. They're going back to her place. They're going to have a drink. They're going to have some conversation. In fact, a lot of conversation. And I think it shows that LeBute really does know what the current cultural situation is, the new dating mores. But at the same time, it's rather dull. I think you kind of get the characters, who they are, the motivations fairly quickly. And one of the problems here is there's not a lot of surprise in House of Darkness. So I think in the past, he's been able to kind of prick the culture and kind of get us in an easy place. I don't think he does it nearly as well here, and that's a real problem, especially when there's a horror element that kind of around the corner. It's not a bad film by any stretch. I enjoy the fact that Justin Long and Kate Bosworth, the leads here, are playing a little bit against type. I don't think we see them in these kind of roles as often as we do here, so I like that about it. It's not a bad film. It's well-crafted in a way, but I just think that if you're going to do a genre film, you've got to have some surprises, some shocks, and you've got to have a real big payoff. And that's where House of Darkness really fails. There's another new film. It happens to also be under the horror genre called Barbarian. What is it about and how did you like it? This is a movie I'm going to be really careful in describing because I'm going to, I think, to say too much would spoil the surprise, the fun, the fact that we haven't seen a movie quite like this before. It's about a young woman who rents a home. She has a, a big job interview the next day. She just wants to relax, have a good night's sleep. But turns out someone else rented the same property at the same time. So they have to kind of figure out, I guess we're going to have to stay under the same roof and just see what happens, you know, make the best of a bad situation. And things go south from there. Let me just put it that way. Don't read about this movie if you can avoid it. You know, you want to go spoiler free. It is a horror film. What I will say is that it feels like several stories put together and sometimes the stitches are rather obvious. And I think there's sort of a flow that should have happened here that doesn't quite come together. There are times it's a very smart sensitive, sharp horror movie. And then at times it's silly and you're going to roll your eyes and might even chuckle. I know I was laughing at a time or two. So it's a bit of a Frankenstein's monster of a horror movie, but it's also entertaining, engaging, fresh, and I enjoy it and I recommend it. So just know there will be some uh, bumps along the way, even by horror movie standards. But I think Barbarian is really interesting. It's getting a lot of pre-release hype, and I think some of it, if not all of it, is deserved. Checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The Dow gains 377 points Friday and almost 3% for the week. Burger King will spend $400 million remodeling stores and launching new advertising campaigns. Robinhood, the trading platform favored by young investors, says top stock picks for its traders are Tesla, Apple, and Amazon. Johns Hopkins is completing its renovation of the old museum and taking enrollment now for grad school classes that will start there next fall. Jeff Claybaugh. 
WTOP News. Coronary microvascular dysfunction, or CMD, is a condition in which the heart's smallest arteries don't dilate properly. As a result, the heart doesn't get enough oxygen-rich blood, which can trigger bouts of angina or chest pain. Up to now, it has been very difficult to diagnose CMD, which results in ongoing medical visits and frustration for patients and physicians alike. Women represent 70% of CMD patients.